So I think life in general is a mirror, right? Whatever is happening internally is mirror, mirroring back its feedback to what is actually happening inside of us. So my belief system is if you change your internal dialogue, if you change what you're saying, you know, like the whole I am broke, People constantly say I am broke and not even realize. Like, I used to say it all the time. I used to mm -hmm. legit be like, I'm broke. I'm making six figures, but guess what? I'm broke. So therefore I'm attracting brokenness at yes. all times. I'm mm -hmm. like, this don't make no sense. Like how am I making all this money? But I don't have no dollars. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was the power of the tongue. So, you know, and stop, stop. Instead of saying I am broke, say I'm abundant. Welcome to the Organized Mom Podcast by Imani DeCosta Wellness. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, wellness, motherhood, and of course, organized biz tips. So stay tuned and let's get into the episode. So welcome back to another episode. So today is going to be my first guest uh, ever on my podcast, and it's going to be Dr. Marsha Evans, Manifest with Marsha. So I just want to say thank you, Marsha, for coming onto the podcast because one, I love your work. Two, I love how you talk about debt and I love how you talk about just manifesting money and just basically anything that you want in your life. And that's why I want you to be on the podcast because what's going on with the economy, inflation, recession, uh, it's just something that's extremely needed, especially like in the black and brown community. So I'm not even going to try to introduce you because you're it's just too much to introduce. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Uh, yeah. So who are you and where are you from? And just tell us a little bit about you. Oh man, I am so, so, so excited to be here. Like seriously, thank you so much for having me. Um, so hey y'all, my name is Dr. Marsha Evans and I'm your high vibe get shit done with ease manifestation coach. And I talk all things manifestation, um, but it didn't start from here. You know, like I have my doctorate in clinical psychology and I worked in the prison system for over 10 years and you know, it was cool at first. It was, it was, it was chill. Um, and believe it or not, that was like one of my dream jobs. Like I couldn't wait to like really like bring mental health into into the inmate population. But 2020 was 2020ing, <laughs> and 2020 happened, and uh, my life changed. Like literally, I started experiencing depression, anxiety, like the beginning of 2020, like March, January, February, and I was like, oh my god, what's going on? How can I? be experiencing depression and anxiety as a psychologist. I should know all the things and really beating myself up and knowing that I couldn't pour from an empty cup um, with providing therapeutic services or mental health services or psychological services to other people. Anyhow, beginning of March, I decided to um, take a break when the pandemic just started coming. And literally, y'all, within a three-week span, my aunt got sick with COVID, my grandma got sick with COVID, then my aunt passed away, my grandma passed away, and then I had a near-death experience outside of COVID. And that changed my life forever. <laughs> that literally changed, changed it all. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I ended up quitting my job because I wasn't happy anymore. Like, you know, you know, the money was coming in, the salary was great, the benefits were great, but I wasn't happy. And when all that happened within a three week span and I entered my spiritual awakening, it was like the money, I didn't care about the money. I didn't care about the success. I didn't care about all these degrees. What I cared most about was my peace and happiness. 
And here we are. I taught myself how to manifest, which we're going to get into um, throughout this episode. And yeah, my life changed. Wow, Marsha. I honestly, I didn't even know all of that happened to you. I feel like a lot of people when it comes to just this whole like spiritual awakening and just going through things, it's like, I feel like grief is always a part of it, whether it's like physically losing somebody or just like the ego death and all of that, like, okay, money's not even a real thing. I don't care about it. Like, it's not the end all be all. So can you tell us a little bit more about the uh, your traditional like job background? And then like how you got, I mean, you just kind of spoke a little bit about how you got into the journey of entrepreneurship, but yeah. just basically like how, like when was it that moment that you said, okay, I can't do this anymore. Uh, and just give us a little bit about the different things that were holding you back before you said, okay, no. Like what right. was that, that mental shift that was going on? Right. So honestly, what was holding me back was one, my debt. <laughs> I have, I still have a lot of debt, um, student loans and credit card debt, you know, because as a student, you usually live off of your credit card because you don't have the time to survive <laughs> yeah. outside of school and work in practicum. So initially what I was doing in the, in the um, prison and court system was I was doing psychological evaluations to determine whether or not someone committed a crime due to mental health illness or due to, or, or not. So that was like my, my job, my duty. Um, I did a little therapy and stuff like that, but I felt so stuck because I wasn't happy. And there, there was, there was, a, it, I wasn't happy for a long time. I was not happy in, in my job. I really wasn't, but you know, it's, it was very um, ego driven and it was very like, this is my identity. Like I'm young. I got my doctorate at 26. I, you know, I have my ducks in the row. I climbed a corporate ladder. I made it to like all these top notch, like things, high profile cases, like all the cool things that, you know, looks good on the outside. But I was just like, yo, I'm not happy. But I felt like it was too late. I felt like, you know, I'm raised, I was raised in a Jamaican household and it's very much, you know, you go to work. I mean, you go to school, you get a good education and you basically work until you're 65. But the moment when, you know, I lost um, my grandma, my aunt, and then damn near almost died, it, it was very much like, yo, life is too short and you literally have to do what makes you happy. Now, I didn't know what I was going to do. And from the outside looking in, people were like, oh, well, you'll figure it out. You're a doctor, you have your, your life together. But really and truly, I was making over six figures but I felt broke. I never had money. I didn't know how to keep save or I didn't know how to keep or save money. It was just, it was so crazy. So fast forward to me quitting my job with no backup and very little money saved. It was scary for me because I was just like, I need to choose my peace and happiness, but how am I going to survive? <laughs> what am I going to do? And I, 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 I figured that my my saving grace was I was like you know what I know God ancestors universe I'm not gonna be homeless like no matter what I'm not gonna be homeless and that's what I kept telling myself I was like there's no way I'm gonna be homeless that that was my biggest fear at the time and I was like well shit I'm gonna do everything I wanted to do that I saw on YouTube and I started dabbling into like different ventures like I was wholesaling properties at one point then um I did I just did a bunch of a bunch of stuff. And then something clicked. Something was like, practice manifestation. And I'm like, okay, what is that? Like, we know what manifestation is. 
But then I really started to study it. And I realized a lot of this is mindset stuff. A lot of this is just at the subconscious level. And I was like, well, duh, I have my doctorate in psychology. I know about the brain. I understand the subconscious mind. Why not combine psychology with, um, you know, spirituality and some science and then put it all together and manifest. So when I started teaching myself how to manifest, mm-hmm. teaching myself how to rewire the subconscious mind, attend to the limiting beliefs, the traumas, the money trauma, like all the things, my life started to change. Like I started manifesting small things like I started manifesting, like, first it was, like, free dentist appointments, which, you know, dentist appointments can be very pricey, <laughs> you know, and then I um, started manifesting all these things, but then my biggest manifestation um, at the time was manifesting $10,000 um, with someone I knew for three days <laughs> to begin my Airbnb rental arbitrage business, and that blew my mind, so then I started teaching my friends what I was teaching myself. Yeah. They started manifesting. I said, hold up. <laughs> I need to teach this. I think I seriously think this is, you know, this is my my purpose because it's a mindset shift. You know, it's it's really a mindset shift. And I want to know more about, because I always love to talk about like the little you. So how mm-hmm. was little Marsha's mindset? Like, what was your view on money as like a child compared to now that you're at this place in your business? Like, did you see this growing up? Like, did you see success? Did you see money in abundance? Did you ever see like, hey, you can just manifest it? Because I feel like a lot of people have this idea, like manifestation doesn't, it's, it's stupid because it's just hoping. And it's like, no, 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 it's not hoping. It's such an internal work that people like you are meant to like teach others and educate people on. It's not just sitting there waiting for something good to happen. It's so much work that goes into it. So just tell us about little Marsha's mindset. Like what does she see? And then what is adult Marsha right now? See. Oh my God. That is such a good question because little Marsha um, saw like, you know, I was raised in a project raised in a not so good area. Um, my mom worked really, really hard, raised by a single, a single parent. And in, in, in the Jamaican culture in general, it's like there's three jobs to one person. You're supposed to be working constantly, having multiple jobs so you can have the money so you can survive. So I was very much raised and saw around me, go, 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 work all these jobs, though you're not happy, though you're miserable, but as long as you're getting paid and you're able to provide for your family and eat, you're good. So in my mind growing up, I wanted the opposite of that. I really was just like, this is really backwards, but in in my bones, I was just like, I'm, I'm a hustler. Like, you know, so I would just mm-hmm. hustle my way through anything. Like, you know, I graduated high school early. I graduated college early. I got into my doctoral program, you know, like all these like things, but like my like motivation was I will never, ever be like that. And I'm taking my mom out the hood. I'm taking like my family. I'm bringing my friends out the hood um, because this ain't it, you know? But then fast forward to adult, Marsha, like pre-2020, I still found myself hustling or working hard or feeling like I wasn't good enough because or feeling guilty because I wasn't working three jobs and I was making six figures but knowing people that are working three jobs and barely even making six figures there was a lot of guilt and there was a lot of shame and then I also started to realize that 
my poor money habits in the past was rooted from my traumas in childhood. And with me in particular, I noticed that I told myself I would never tell myself no. Like I always got the answer from a mom, no. Not because she didn't want to, because she really couldn't, you know, like she couldn't afford to. So even if I wanted like new things or like try to keep up with like my friends with like new sneakers or it would like, or get my hair done. Like, no, she would do it. The answer was always no, because she felt like she didn't have it. And then I always told myself, I would never tell myself no. And what I realized was that became kind of uh, toxic in a way because I started not telling myself no, but then racking up debt, racking up debt and not knowing how to handle the money because I was like, well, I'm gonna keep telling myself yes because um, life is too short and I'm gonna do what I have to do, yeah. okay? But I didn't make the connection that the reason why I was doing that was coming from my trauma and childhood. So therefore I was racking up the debt, still pissed off at my childhood at a subconscious level saying like, I'm going to tell myself yes at all times because I'm a queen and that's that. <laughs> and here we are in a crap ton of debt. So I had to identify that and then work through that. Yeah. I love that. That was so, I feel like this is like, I love it. That was amazing. And I <laughs> want to talk about, because one of the main things that I loved when I first saw, I even told you, because uh, you had put on your Instagram stories, you were talking about debt. And one of the main things you said that I was like, oh my God, can you, I think I DM you, like, can you make that into a real? And <laughs> you said, debt is just debt. Everyone's yeah. going to have it. It is what it is. And the way you talked about it was so from a place of, um, it wasn't anxious. You weren't anxious. You weren't feeding into this whole narrative. Like we're going to be drowning for the rest of our lives. So I just really want you to talk like to, especially like the black and Brown community, like how is it from your advice that we can go from being in debt and then attracting money and what money mindset shifts really need to happen to make that happen. Right. This is my favorite topic <laughs> because like in in my mind and what I what I want um people to take from this is debt just is. Like that's what debt is. Debt isn't good or bad. Debt is this thing that we um decided to borrow and that we plan on paying over time. I feel like a lot of times people are so fixated on their debt that they miss the beauty of life because it's like, oh, I have to work or, oh my God, I'm frantic, I'm anxious. I have to be sure I'm paying off the debt. But here's the thing, people pay off their debt, but they get right back into debt because they're so worried about debt. <laughs> they're so worried about it now they're stuck in it. No matter how much they pay, no matter how much someone pays it, if you're not addressing your mindset around it, and I think the mindset around debt is just knowing that debt isn't good, Debt isn't bad. Debt just is. And that's that's really as simple as it is. And when we start to release the pressure, release the anxiety around um, feeling like we have to pay something immediately, um, you're going to like be able to call in and attract more because that's just the way it is. That's just the way energy works. But decreasing your anxiety around debt, knowing that you're covered, knowing that you are worthy of money because you are I think that's also a, a big thing because you know sometimes people don't feel worthy or sometimes people feel like well this is this is this it this is this um this is where it ends or they haven't seen um 
big, large amounts of money. So they feel like they can never achieve X, Y, and Z. And I, I'm here to say that's bullshit. You can literally have your cake and eat it too. And I strongly believe that for me, that's not negotiable. You can make the money while also paying off debt. You can do this and that. You can live and enjoy your fruits of your labor and pay pay your debt off. We put too much pressure on it. It's so, it's so anxiety provoking. And when you really think about it, especially in America, you know how much debt America got? <laughs> no, America, yeah, it's crazy. And they're not really concerned per se. Like the government and stuff, they're not really concerned. I mean, they're concerned, but not really. Not the way the black and brown community are. You know, y'all live your life. You know, life, honestly, take it from me, life is really too short. And, you know, debt is real and random. And you just never know what tomorrow will bring and being so fixated on debt yes be responsible like don't get me wrong like don't don't not not pay your debt but also live your life I love that I love that thank you Marsha you're welcome I really wanted you to to like explain what is it that you work on with because I know you do different programs which is something I want you to of course talk about uh but before before we get there what are the different things that you did manifest say for example last year 2022 yeah <clears throat> the last well actually in the last 12 months what have you what have you seen that happened to you in the last 12 years that you thought wasn't possible basically what are some goals that you ended up hitting that you realized oh wow like it was this easy or like it was this like this is all i had to do to get to where i'm at so what what happened to you last year that you were like wow okay <laughs> The, okay, again, last year, 2022 was very much this and that, right? It was very, it was a, a very, very good year, but it was also a year of pivots and change. So I would say one of my biggest manifestations was I manifested a free house. And I, I, I just, at, at this point, I'm just like, the how isn't up to us when it comes to manifestation, the what is. And I live in Miami now, the South Florida area, and rent, my rent went up like almost $1,000 for one bedroom. It's crazy. Oh, my God. And I was, in, I was in a space where I was just like, I was loosely talking, but listen, the power of the time. I was just like, oh, I just wish someone would buy me a house because I'm not paying an additional $1,000 for one bedroom. It makes no sense. It literally makes no sense. And I was kind of like joking a little bit. And I felt it internally and spirit was like, no, um, take this seriously. And I was like, say what? So I, you know, I changed my internal dialogue. I, I do various things like I script, which is basically what scripting is, is you write out what you want in positive tense as if you already have it. So that's what I did. I script and I wrote out someone buying me a house. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I did and legit three days later I was talking to a family member and I was just like oh my god rent went up this is crazy I don't know what I'm gonna do blah 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 like very in a scarcity mindset and then I w and I loosely but purposely was like oh I just wish someone would buy me a house <laughs> and then she was like you know I've been I've been sitting on x amount of dollars wondering what I wanted to do with it I'll buy you the house and she's in New York, 
Oh Making the money, I looked for a house, and I actually ended up turning that house into another Airbnb. So it's just like it's been it's been crazy, but also I I also in, initially I said this year, last year was very this and that because I also lost um, physical like very significant important relationships to me, and at the time it was just like why is this happening? You know, like why. You know, I've known um, this person for so long. Why, why are we ending? I, it doesn't make any sense. But in hindsight, that was also one of the best things that could have happened because space is being created. So when we start to lose things, whether it's jobs, whether it's um, a significant other, whether, whether it's a long-term relationship, just know that the moon, the stars, energy, God, universe, ancestors, they are creating space for betterness to happen into your life. Um, and that's exactly what happened because now there's so many other people that have been coming into my life. Like I've also met someone that manifested, someone that um, taught me about how to get into hedge funds, which is that's mm -hmm. like not an easy thing yeah. to, to find, like have access to. So I really, I really truly believe that when it comes to manifestation it's your believability you know like I talk on my social media a lot about like all the cool things that you can do like the 369 method and the vision boards and, like all this stuff and yes that works but if you're not right within you're not going to manifest and even if you do manifest your manifestations are going to be really inconsistent so I think life in general is a mirror right? Whatever's happening internally is mirror, mirroring back its feedback to what is actually happening inside of us. So my belief system is if you change your internal dialogue, if you change what you're saying, you know, like the whole I am broke. People constantly say I am broke and not even realize. Like, I used to say it all the time. I used to mm -hmm. legit be like, I'm broke. I'm making six figures, but guess what? I'm broke. So therefore I'm attracting brokenness. At all times, I'm like, this don't make no sense. Like, how am I making all this money? But I don't have no dollars. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was the power of the tongue. So, you know, and stop, stop. Instead of saying I am broke, say I'm abundant. Money comes, comes to me with ease and grace. And I promise you that little things like that, it compounds over time. No, I love that. And the thing is, too, I want you to talk more about your relationship with like yourself and with spirit and how that has evolved. And then why it's actually really important, because I feel like when I started going through my spiritual awakening, what was that in 2021? It was like, weird. But then I was like, you know, going through all the motions, the up and down the shadow work, all of that stuff. And then now it's like the same thing. I'm in a place like I talked about this on my last podcast episode where um, I was it was this last month I was there and I was pissed off. Uh, basically, you know, I thought I was going to have childcare uh, for my son and it was going to like be paid for like I wouldn't have to I'll be saving a good five hundred dollars a month. Turns out it wasn't at all what I expected. So instead of me saving 500, now I'm dishing out an extra thousand in some change a month that I did not, I wasn't even thinking about that. So I went from that day, I was pissed off and I'm like, I know it's coming, but I was pissed. You know, I'm like, I just needed 500, 700, extra $800. Like I didn't think I was going to have to dish out another thousand. I was pissed off. Right. And yeah before like days before that I'm like I know it's coming I know it is coming like I have been working hard I don't understand like I was pissed 
Tell me why that same day I made $3,000. I had two people book a strategy. Yeah. I'm talking about, I literally went to my DM. Someone had purchased the ebook. Two people had booked a strategy session. And then someone signed up for my 12-week mentorship program. Wow. So wow. I, I, I swear, I could not believe it. I called my mom. I called my best friend. They will, they will tell everybody. I was like, <laughs> what? And I even was taking screenshots. Like, what is going on today? And my mom was like, that's like them telling you you need to calm down because it's going to work and you need to relax and you need to focus and you'll be always taken care of so I always find that it is important to like for me now I make sure I dedicate time for myself I'll journal I'll like sit there and meditate I'll take long baths and just like decompress from the day you know I got the two little ones a lot going on a lot of energy and then it's like Mm -hmm. I don't have it sometimes I feel completely depleted but I did realize how much I've changed so much and like you said like that whole shedding process of people and places and just like wow I don't have the relationships I thought I would have forever and Mm -hmm. yeah it hurts but then I realized I'm not even the same and my connection with self and spirit is so sure now that I don't Mm -hmm. need you know, other things and I don't care about it. If it's not, right. if I know it's not, but whatever's in my sphere now, I know mm-hmm. it's going to work out for me, but I just really want you to like, talk about your connection with self and spirit and how it's important. And then like, how, what do you do? Like, what are some of your rituals daily that you do to make sure you stay grounded? Right. Oh my God. I love, love, love that story because what I hear you saying is like our, our brain, our subconscious mind needs evidence right? And your mom's right. Like, yes. spirit is like, yo, I got you. But sometimes we get in the frantic, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? The spirit is like, girl, if you don't just sit down. <laughs> so I, I think for me, that's exactly what happened with me. You know, like for me, spirituality means surrender. Um, prior to going into like my spiritual awakening, I wanted to have control. I wanted to know exactly what was going to happen, how it was going to happen, when it was going to happen, why it was going to happen. And I realized that um, we have very little control (laughs) in life. And we get so upset with ourselves because we have such high expectations. And when those expectations aren't met, disappointment happens. And I feel like, surrendering was the secret sauce but also very hard because I'm like okay well what does surrender mean does that mean not to do anything no it doesn't mean not to do anything it means to trust the process it means to um slow down it means to you know relax and chill out because there's so many things that we cannot see that is being orchestrated for our higher higher good so for me my daily routines looks like I meditate every single day Every single day. I can't, like, I haven't, uh, every day I'm on, like, day 906 consecutively. Like, I I swear by meditation, I journal almost every day. I do at least 10 minutes of yoga just to get my body moving. And um, those are the main, and I read. I read most of the time. I'm old school. Like, I, it's hard for me to listen to audiobooks, but I actually, like, read physical books, and it brings me a little joy. And I also go to the beach. I'm, like, seven minutes from the beach um other like ritual stuff I I'm always working with the moon the moon and also my moon cycle I'm um I like to work with candles work with candles a lot and I also do spiritual baths so I feel like you know when it comes to what you like to do I think the best thing is trying to figure out what best fits you um 
but don't be afraid or shy to like try different things to see what you like and what you don't like. Um, also, when it comes to manifestation and when it comes to the internal stuff, start to address your limiting beliefs. Start to address the dialogue that you're telling yourself, you know? And I also want to touch on toxic positivity a little bit because people think, oh, I'm just going to remain positive and everything is going to be okay. And it's like, no, toxic positivity is like the Pollyannish. I'm going to, everything's okay. Everything's happy. But deep down inside, you're not okay. Address your stuff. Address the dark side because without the dark, there's no light. When there's up, there's down. So we all have all those parts to us and it's okay. Like life is like a mirror, right? And let's pretend you're, well, I said that earlier, but here's another analogy. Let's pretend you're looking at a mirror, right? You take a rock and you throw it at the mirror. What happens? it shatters. Those are all different parts of us. And it's okay if you're experiencing depression, anxiety, it's okay if you are going through that. My suggestion is acknowledge it. Don't just push it away because people are like, oh my God, yeah, I'm anxious or yeah, I'm depressed, but oh, I'm just going to go skip through a bed of flowers. No, address it because that stuff is what's happening at the subconscious level and that's what's going to grow. And that's why your reality is um, not so good currently. I love that, Marshall. Thank you. And I also want to know, too, because I know you do have a few different offers. So I wanted to know, what are you teaching people about manifestation? Like, what is actually, like, in your program? What is the main goal of your offers? So for me, I feel like once you get your internal dialogue, your internal, your vibrational energy change, once you rewire the subconscious mind, you can apply the skills that I teach you to any and everything, money, relationships, health. Um, so what I teach people is really how to tap into the subconscious mind and how to rewire the subconscious mind. I also throw in spirituality pieces, um, where I teach people how to do different baths, where I teach people how to use different candles, things like that. In addition to that, I also teach about the, the chakra system. You're gonna get some hypnotherapy, um, breath work, all of that, like you're gonna get everything when coming to me because I love to talk and I also love to share. I don't like to gatekeep because there's no, there's no yes. need, there's no need for that. So I, you will get, everything i'm also knowledgeable in certain businesses as well so if you need help with like airbnbs i got you because i have airbnb units you know so i teach people how to address their internal stuff rewire their subconscious mind change their vibrational energy we talk about how to change their vibrational energy we also talk about cool little things too like you know you heard me 369 division boards eft tapping like all, all how to clear space, energetic space, like a tip. If you have not cleared your, your purse, your wallet, or um, if there's clutter where your money is, clear that space, y'all. So money could come in. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> clear, clear that up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I teach right now, currently. I'm also pushing... And I also just launched Aligned I Am, which is my eight-week manifestation program where we talk about all the things I just said. I'll get you from stuck to unstuck. And in addition to that, we're also going on a retreat, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. And when does your program start? So my program, so I'm rolling it right now. It's going to be starting next week. However, it's gonna I'm going to start enrolling again in the next four weeks. So 
if you guys are interesting interested slide on my dms i do free discovery calls to kind of figure out where you are see if we're a good match and yeah exactly i love that thank you so much marcia and for everyone listening all of marcia's info will be linked in the show notes and of course marcia where can we find you on social media uh that'll also be linked but i love when people say it as well for those on the go yes okay so you can find me on instagram and tiktok at manifest with marcia you can email me at hello at manifest with marcia.com and you can find me on linkedin um on Dr. Marsha Evans. Yay! Yay. So I'm so happy that you did this, Marsha. If you could just leave us with one sentence, like one piece of advice that you want to leave like everybody with just to take from this, especially those, our people in the Black and Brown community and how we can just, you know, the topic of this episode, um, shifting our mindset on debt and then from being in debt and then attracting money. What is the one thing you want to leave everybody with? The one, one of my favorite affirmations is I am comfortable being uncomfortable because in order to get to the next level, in order to get to the next thing that you're trying to manifest, we're going to have to be a little uncomfortable. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it was such a good interview. I'm so happy. And Marsha, thank you so much for being the first guest on my podcast. Oh my God. I'm so honored that you even took the time. I know you're busy making money and working with your clients, but you took the time for me and my audience and just giving them amazing content. So I'm so thankful for you and I can't wait. I actually really would love to have you again on the podcast um, because it's another, it's, I'll, I'm going to be messaging you because I want to talk. It's another thing I want to talk to you about that. I think it'll be a great episode. Uh, so thank you. And I'm sending you so much love and I'm so grateful. So that is the end of this episode.